You're listening to the Periodic Table of Awesome podcast, bringing you the best of geek from week to week. Join your hosts, Dion and Quinny, and the occasional special guest as they talk movies, TV, gaming, toys, comics, and everything in between. Your father has always known you are special. Nothing will change that, Mary. Tell Mary we are ready. The music, play! You're getting married. It's about to be the best day of your life. Um, Joseph, I feel like we're already friends, no? Harry, God has chosen you to have a son. The king of all kings. This wasn't a dream. An angel came to me. It's hard to have faith. It's hard to believe. Look at the star. The future holds more. This is it. Let's go. There are too many questions. Too little time. The divine king is to be born in your land. It's a mountain to hide a cloud. Why would I help find a new king in my kingdom? <laughs> <laughs> Everyone wants my crown! I want the mother found. Don't have to be good! Those men are looking for you. Herod must know of the prophecy. He wants my child. Joseph! I'm not the only one who was chosen for this. You truly believe that this child is the chosen one? What is his name? Jesus. <laughs> See, the best part about it is that most of us can't hear the music. <laughs> so do you understand? None of us can hear the music. Well, I, I, I really hope the screen can. Feliz Navidad. Prospero año y feliz Navidad. Yeah, okay, yes. Right. Hello and welcome to the Periodic Table of Awesome. We are live and we are going right now. And Merry Christmas and all that sort of stuff. And Feliz Navidad. Uh, yeah, why not? Melekalikimaka. Yes. Uh, Melekalikimaka. <laughs> we could do that one too. Uh, I, I did not buy this uh, phenomenal sweater. Uh, it was purchased for me as a gift. Uh, and you can thank Beck. Everyone shout out. Hey, Beck. Thanks. Uh, for- Yay, Beck. For purchasing me this amazing Christmas rashi, which you could see me at a beach if I ever went. Uh, yeah, how you I kind of love that. I, I want to see you, uh, you know, lazing around on a beach in that. Really? Um, yeah, I do. No, I think it'll be hilarious. No one wants to see that, really. Yeah, you, you'd even see me on a surfboard because then it'd just be funny. You'd be like, oh, he's falling off again. <laughs> there he goes. And it's it's red. It's got a bit of red in case the sharks get me, so you can't really tell. Yep. Anyway, how are you going? I think it's lovely. How is all as everyone? It's the last show of the year. It is Ah. at Christmas time. And I promised, like, I may have played uh, Feliz Navidad's uh, mashup, but I wasn't going to play Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas Is You because I'm not going to be that guy. Or am I? No, I I, I put that on the the Instagram that went out. So, yeah. Yeah. Oh, great. So, so you got a little Mariah Carey no matter what. So, you're actually fucking people up. 
<laughs> I, I am, but I didn't didn't wham. It's them. no whamageddon, exactly. exactly. Sure. <laughs> yeah. I'm not a complete arsehole. Maybe. I'm just mostly an arsehole. Oh, maybe there's a whamageddon on the, the little switchboard. Oh, oh, yeah. Press a little, press a little button a... and no, no, okay. That, that'd be right. I'm I did see a guy who uh, was recently in charge of like playing music at a, at a huge event and whamageddoned 7,000 people at once. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> they were so angry. What is, what is that man's name? I need to buy that person a beer. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Uh, yeah. He's a legend. Oh. He's spoken of in whispers. Um, so what are we talking goodness. about? Christmas. Christmas. Crimble. Yeah. Very Crisis. Christmassy. What? What are we talking about? We're talking about uh, Christmas films and specifically Christmas films that we haven't reviewed before, but also, you know, films that we, we watch or encourage you to watch or just give you some information about so you can make good choices over Christmas. Make good Christmas movie choices. <laughs> that should be the title. Yes, actually, let's of, let's scrub it. Let's discussion. start again. This is called <laughs> Make oh Good Choices. Make Good Choices. Okay. Yeah, we have fallen on some swords. Oh, for you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, for this for is everyone. Community. Back in the day of of, of uh, um. Uh, cool shite. We used to say we watched it so you don't have to, and that's okay. very much what's happened here. Yeah, I think there's maybe about four films that we're going to talk to you about that are like we watched them so you don't have to. Yeah, and and the funny thing is, there's there's actually a lot of films out at the moment that aren't terrible, and you know, Christmas is a time of year where there are films that are quite good. Like there are some things that you know we'll come back to every year. That are great Christmas films. Yeah, what we're talking about tonight are not those films. <laughs> <laughs> we have we have discussed those films in the past. Um, yeah. A couple of years ago, our Christmas roundup was our favourite holiday films. Yeah, absolutely. last year we got to talk about some, you know, very strong new releases like Spirited. Mm. Yeah, and Violent Night. And yes. Violent Night. That is not what we have done this. <laughs> hey. This time it's like there is a limited amount of Christmas films that come out every year and they can't all be like last year's spirited. Can they? No. No. So no. what we what, what we're going to do is oh, Violent Night, yes, which is also a good one. Uh what we're going to do is we're going to go into what's available. What's out there right now? <laughs> what came out this year? What you just saw in the trailer of the opening one, which is called Journey to Bethlehem, which is quite possibly one of the most fun satires I've seen in a long time since Passion of the Christ. Uh, and I, can, I can't actually say watch it because I think you'll enjoy it, but I definitely need you to see what Antonio Banderas does in that film. Because is it good? No, but it will make you remember him. <laughs> if you didn't already did you, did I always remember when I was studying at uni and we were coming up to our third year uh, studying performing arts and uh, we had to do a, um, a, a direct play everybody in the year had to direct a play as the student directed festival and I remember somebody coming up to me once and saying Quinny is it better to direct something that's as good as you can make it or is it better to just making something so bad that everybody talks about it? 
Ooh. And I was like, well, I would, because you're being marked on it, probably do as good as you can. Do you want to but... be known as Uwe Boll? Or, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, come on. You know, sometimes yeah. it's sometimes it's good and sometimes it's done. And, and you know the worst part is I still don't know which one she went for. I was <laughs> shocked. Uh, sure. I mean, did anyone did anyone else watch Fast Ten? No. no. no Is it a didn't. Christmas movie? No, 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 no. I just mean in, in general, because I mean, if you watched Fast Ten or Fast X or whatever they want to call it these days, yeah, uh, fast in your seatbelt. Yeah, Fast Ten. Which I don't understand why they never use that as their marketing. What Jason Momoa <laughs> did in that made that film memorable. Was he <laughs> was he good in it? No. So, you know, in this case, I sort of say, Journey to Bethlehem. I remember Antonio Banderas. Um, and? And scene. <laughs> I, look, I, I watched an hour of that. Oh, an hour? <laughs> an hour. Shit. Holy well, Jesus. Because I forgot it existed until Dion claimed uh, an hour ago that he had watched it, and I still don't entirely believe that he stuck it all the way through that film. <laughs> Look, I'm, I might have 12 minutes left, Pete. Maybe just 12 wow. minutes. From the perspective of, of, like, not the musical fan amongst us to begin with and, like, as a musical, it's a bit of a strug in, <laughs> in some places. Some of it's good. So um, is, it, is it a strug to funk or is it a strug to... Oh, no, it's, to... it's got the funk. He's got, He's the, got funk. the funk. Okay, right. That's, that's <laughs> all and I needed humor. to It's got humour. It's just got, like, humour in, in, in the, the wrong bits, unless <laughs> unless you are genuinely um, uh, interested in a serious faith, faith-based take on the Christmas story uh, that does not poke any fun at the serious faith-based story, um, which is a very specific audience that I think it will find. Yeah. So, good. so this is, this is a, a big budget musical yep. with dance numbers and everything like that, yep. that is aiming specifically at the faith-based audience. That's where we're at. Yes. 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 That is where we're at. But you know, okay. doing it with a straight face, uh, except for when you get Very the straight face. the comedic relief of the three wise men, uh, and and uh, the angel. Well, weirdly. is it a comedy? I mean, I mean, they. I feel like they could have spent a bit more budget on the angel. <laughs> just, just, just a little bit in there. Like they got, ah, he's got some gold eyeliner. That's an angel. <laughs> It's kind of yeah, I know, right? right. Yeah, look, it's. So is it's there fun. any stunt casting besides Antonio? Look, I have to say, I quite liked Mary and Joseph. I liked them as as people who, like, I believe them. I was with them in that kind of thing. I was like, oh yeah, they're naive people who are getting married too early, and one's apparently pregnant to God. Um, <laughs> but it just it just kind of makes me go. I I just don't believe in the societal way that she wouldn't have been stoned. You know, and I don't mean like mm. marijuana stoned. It just didn't come <laughs> off that way. It was just presented weirdly. And yeah, but it's very much the faith-based story and how everyone loves it. 
and how Mary's like, well, I guess I'm just going to get an arranged marriage now and we'll work that out and all that kind of stuff. But Joseph's okay. Damn Mary for getting an education from her teacher father. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I know. Is there anything, because I've, I've literally watched the first de- musical number, um, which is, uh, I mean, risible for the, for the, the mere choice of say using the rhyme scheme of marry or mary you should get married um multiple times over and over and over what do you expect from the musical director of glee what what are you looking for quality (laughs) what are you looking for i expect man yeah anyway they should have just got ryan murphy to do the whole thing then well that's the thing it it would have been like there, there is a film in there that i could have enjoyed it's right. just not the film that it was, but it's because they weren't making a film for me to enjoy. They were making a film for serious Christians to enjoy about serious Christmas. Um, okay. It would have been heaps better if it was not serious um, mm. a, a, about the details of that particular story. In my opinion, then they could have done something really fun um, with the same concept, but uh, that's not what they set out to do. And, and and when you look at the trailer, that's kind of what I felt like we were going to get. Like, I felt like it could have been a lighthearted, com, you know, vaguely comedic, upbeat modern musical that, you know, took on the, the, the Jesus origin story and made it kind of fun and a bit upbeat. Which is why I was confused by the trailer. I was uh, like, oh, hang on. Is this going to be a, a fun thing? Yeah. Or is, a not for me thing. Is this going to be subversive? Oh no. We are doing not subverting anything. We are doing trad white Christmas. <laughs> and by white I, think, I don't mean snow. <laughs> oh dear. And um Antonio Banderas doing his very best impression of Prince John from the nineteen seventy three animated yeah. Robin Hood. You nailed that, yeah. I didn't get <laughs> or, that. Or as it's better known, the sexual awakening of a generation. <laughs> not yeah. with not with Antonio and why Banderas. I only get sent monster fucking memes in the DM chat. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, perfect. Uh, anyway, we don't have to do any more. Christmas. Uh, you know, on on the journey to Bethlehem, take the exit. That's all I'm going to say. Like, unless it's really your thing. And you're, you're like, mm. Say kudos to you, Dion, for actually sticking with that film. Twelve minutes mm. still. I've still for got twelve the purposes minutes. of this discussion. Yeah, yeah. I, I was actually, I thought I was on the same way with Pete. I'm like, this is going to be subversive. It's kind of fun. It gives you a different vibe from the trailer. And then I watched it. I'm like, oh no, I've made a terrible error. Uh, but I feel okay because we all made Quinny watch uh, the next film that we're talking oh, yeah. about. Are we, are we uh, diving yeah. into this shit? Man? Sure. Let's get let's <laughs> let's clear all of the vegetables before we get to the proper dessert that we want to eat. Oh, okay. Eat sound? all your healthy stuff. Yeah. Is that, you get is that where the, we're going? Is that my metaphor? Yeah. All right. I'll just go. To, how about I go to the trailer? The trailer for Christmas Eve, and then we'll come back. Uh, tell us. Ho ho. Fucking ho. James Harris. Yes. A reorganization has become necessary, which results in the term of James Harris. Well, I, I'm getting fired? No, <laughs> laid off. But it's Christmas Eve. We're gonna be late. We're always late.
knew I would die in an elevator. find you, fire you, and then make sure that you are fired from your next three jobs after that. Hello? Hello? Are you all right in there? We may just be the last man and woman on Earth. Why don't you help me get us both out of here? Ex-employees shall not infringe upon the workspace of company. I need you to pray for me. Dear God, if you're there... He's there. Dad's gonna kill me when he finds out I was fired. Laid off. Stop! Back off! God help me. There's no such thing as a question without an answer. You might not know it now, but it's out there, waiting to be found. And when you find it, there's no feeling like it in the world. I just found out that um, I, I thought, so obviously I was away last week, I was doing things, and um, I came back to a message saying, well, Quinny, next week we've decided you have to watch Christmas Eve. And I was like, <laughs> oh, okay, cool. I'll, I'll try and watch it whilst parked under this bus. Um, <laughs> and I watched this movie and <laughs> it hurt me. It hurt me <laughs> on a very real and very emotional level um, and I just found out while that trailer was playing that all these other people here also watched the same piece of shit and yeah. now I don't feel so alone. So how long, how long do you think it took us, Quinny, when we popped it on for, you know, just a, a festive afternoon of, hey, it's got Patrick Stewart in it, it might be fun, to go from that to... Oh no. <laughs> oh no. Oh no. Oh, no. oh um, what is happening? Uh, yeah. I'm I'm guessing somewhere around the five to ten minute mark. Because <laughs> like it's it's pretty obvious fairly quickly that it's not good. But it's, like, this is the thing. It lulled everyone into a false sense of security. On paper, it looks oh. okay. It's got some big names in it. Patrick Stewart's always good for a laugh. You know, yes. um, it, it's kind of interesting. Oh, six people get trapped in, like, sorry, six different lifts break down. And so it's a story about all that kind of stuff. I'm like, oh, wow, this is interesting. But holy fuck, <laughs> what is the Mormon <laughs> church doing to us? <laughs> the Church of Jesus Christ of the Latter-day Saints. Um, Jesus uh, like Christ of this. Please stop the movie. I want to get off. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure what part about it offended me more, like the fact that it felt so preachy, but at the same time so high school, um, like, play. It the whole... was just not good on any level. The no. Mess, the, no. Like, I, mean, okay, the, I think the, the part that involved. me and Pete liked the most was the girl that was trapped in the elevator with the incel and then had her uh, Stockholm moment. <laughs> oh, my fucking God. <laughs> yeah. Like... If I, if I don't okay, smile so for this man, he may murder me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So so let's, let's go through very quickly through the different elevators. Um, yeah. So we've got uh, John Heater and his boss who's just fired him. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, then we've got the one that's got the, the two girls, the muscle guy, the art dude, and the... And a rando-looking hobo. 
Yeah, Rando Hobo Guy. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got The Musicians. Um, the Doctor. Like The two nurses. Oh, and... Uh, yeah, so uh, yeah, so there's the the one with all the musicians, and then there's the doctor and the uh, the patient and the three nurses, or the, the two nurses, and then the other specialist, um, and then Patrick Stewart. Yeah, yeah, alone. That's all of them, isn't it? And, um, and and shot in the best sets that you could be constructed in Bulgaria at the time. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> there were so many moments that I was like. Was this a play that somebody wrote for their high school? That, yeah. Yeah. That yeah, gone, 100% oh, this what is it feels like. So meaningful. Yeah. And and I can I can actually see it on stage, like in my mind, I can see the staging of it with these six little boxes of these people who can't move out of the little boxes. Oh, and sorry, and I forgot also um, Stockholm Syndrome yeah. Um, yeah. And, and Butterfingers. Uh, <laughs> And miracles. <laughs> yeah. And there's this, yeah. this sort and of also the, thing. Yeah. And the weird Pulp Fiction moment of trying to interconnect each oh. one of these oh. elevators. And the yeah. very, very strange concept of just the mechanics, how elevators and electricity work in general. <laughs> mm. <laughs> yes. Mm. It's yeah. a very, very strange plot construction. Yeah. There. But but mm. also the framing thing of of the car of the van that has been crashed into an electrical box, yep, um, yeah. and then has to stay there for however long until it doesn't, and then and there's something to do with the uh, like a, a figure of um, Mary, and uh-huh. all of this shit just feels like the most contrived, awful, fucking shit. And, but yeah. you know what the most unbelievable part of it was? That Patrick Stewart, who was playing a British character, never once called the elevator a lift. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> also, like one thing I hated he about He also never called anyone a cunt with that accent. Yeah. really <laughs> shit. <laughs> um, my, my whole complaint while watching all of this, apart from all the terrible acting and stupid scenarios and very sophomoric whole ideology behind it was that at no point did anyone designate a piss corner. <laughs> oh. <laughs> like they were in there for hours. Hours, hours yep. and yeah. Hours. I can't and they, believe that not one of them needed to use the loo. Yep, not, oh no, they did. One of the nurses desperately needed to use the loo. That was that was a, a returning I, plot point. I, I and eventually know. he peed himself. Yeah. And was so oh, embarrassed true. that he rode off into traffic and nearly killed himself. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, what? Yeah. Like and and the thing that got me is just how offensively heteronormative it was. Like yeah. and, and and also the 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 weird stalker guy. Can, ladies could could please you talk to that whole fucking storyline cuz it made me dirty watching it. Yeah. Like there was like like just going off in my head when we get to that scene this poor girl just trying to like you know keep to herself and there's a guy that's weirdly trying to hit on her and trying to have a she's all that moment with this girl you know Uh, you're beautiful he just he just starts nagging her and then like you know once you're in it but then also like starting taking photos of her without consent yeah and then i wanted to punch him so much 
yeah. yeah. Imagine being trapped in a lift with someone that you don't like, and then he pulls out a camera and starts going, "Come on, why not? We've got nothing else to do." It's like, stop, stop now. Oh, but also, I'll give you, I'll give you some of my candy bar if you. If yeah, you let me take he your had photos. like this this weird uh, coercion kind of behavior about him that was really not cool because that girl's body language was screaming no. Yeah. Ah, oh, until. <laughs> oh yeah, yes. Because we can turn a no into a. Can <laughs> hear it? Fuck no. <laughs> so my my assessment here is um, if you would really like to watch a love a face based film this Christmas, watch Journey to Bethlehem. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like yeah. Do not watch Christmas Eve. Even taking away the problematic thematics, it is an objectively terrible film in almost every way. It, I mean, it feels yeah. cheap, it feels twee, and it feels preachy all at once. And then at the same time, yeah, offensive. Like, to a modern sensibility, it's just like, oh, no, fuck this. Yeah. And Casper, stop asking questions like what platform it's on. You don't need to know that because you shouldn't be watching this thing. That's not what I did like that at the end, uh, John Hedder and his boss solved the world energy crisis. Yes, 100%. And and I like the way, yeah, miracles, but also the way that they kind of did that with a whole bunch of hand-wavy language around, oh, but the transmission from the outer suburbs is going to be a problem. Yeah, but we can get over that. I'm almost 100% that their solution was nuclear. (laughs) Uh, the guy um, particle why just not? feels like it. Uh, feels right. I, like. I mean, I, scooting. Oh, you go, Peter. Pete. I was just going to say, scooting sideways into problematic Christmas film material. Um, <laughs> we can talk love, actually. No, <laughs> no, no, no. This yeah. isn't for discussion. This is just a, a passing note that while I was trying to find something to talk about that I was excited to talk about, I rewatched Serendipity, um, thinking. You know, I'll I'll revisit another classic Christmas rom com that I remember liking when I was. 18 years old or whatever. Boy, does that not hold up at all in any way. Oh, no. Like, oh. beware. Don't don't go there. It's, um, um, I'm trying to remember yes. what Serendipity is, is about. Oh, um, um, John Cusack and Kate Beckinsale um, uh, yeah. meet uh, and really hit it off despite the fact that they actually both have partners. Um, and oh. uh, she believes in fate and so decides that um, if it's fate for them to meet again, um, they will. And she puts oh. her number in a book and sells it and he's got to find her. But he's, like, very, like, very whiny about, like, the entire situation when she initially says no to meeting up again. Uh, and they both have partners and then, like, they both have partners for almost the entire rest of the film. It's like, <laughs> no, <laughs> hard no on the thematics of that. It was probably considered just, I think maybe it's my age that has changed and not, like, the world in this case. Like, I think it's always shitty to cheat on your partner on purpose. Mm. Um, yeah, ag- okay. agreed. Uh, and- um, is, is it a Christmas one? Yeah, it's a Christmas film. Oh, right, okay. Yeah. Uh, by Dion's um, definition. 
Oh, okay. So <laughs> that's later. Don't, don't bury your, the What is your definition of what makes a Christmas we, we, film? We can't bury the lead. We'll get there a little bit later. I'll save it for the oh, end. Oh, okay. It'll right. come sorry, to the end sorry. there. Okay. I will go back to uh, Christmas Eve before we move on because we have a few other films to copy. We don't take up too much time. Um, uh, I absolutely loved that they set up in one of those lifts the whole thing about the one with the, the muscly guy. And mm-hmm. there were two girls in there and they said a bit of a, it did they, don't they? Like did one of the girls want the muscly guy and then the other girl was falling in love with the intellectual art person and all this kind of stuff. But I fucking loved at the end, like when they walked off, the two girls left with the muscly guy who did nothing the entire time, yeah. had no character growth. I was just like, yeah, he's hot. We're going to go bang him. And I was like, <laughs> that was actually uh, very funny. Um, but also the 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 art guy who was by far the most obviously queer coded looking character in right, the film. and then they try and set him up with a fucking woman at the end. Yeah, and, yeah, and you're like, also, and, and with a little angel on top of a Christmas tree looking down on them both, and I was like, who, oh, you fucking heteronormative who pricks! End, who at the end of an ordeal, being trapped in a lift all night, decides to go and sit next to a crime scene in a park? Mm. The crap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the crashes of Christ. <laughs> I know. It's very weird. Uh, in the yes. end, it turns out, like, which one of these was the lift to hell? All of them. Oh. All <laughs> of them were the lift to hell. Anyway. Um, oh, yeah. though I will point out, uh, shout out to Christina Chong, who plays the uh, girl with the tumour, who has whose uh, career has taken a much higher lift by being in Star Trek. Yeah, yeah and uh, she has dialogue. Mm. <laughs> because yeah. in this one she just <laughs> laid in a bed for the entire time. Yep. Uh, all right. Okay. Uh, next, uh, this one. I think Quinny, you and I are out. We've done this. So it's oh. uh, Peter or Jill fight over who gets to do this one. Which one do you want to talk about? No? I don't know. Just roll a trailer. Uh, yeah. Uh, okay. I've got three there going. Who? Wait. Uh, is it? Xmas? Well, I mean, I, I just I just brought up the um, the idea of Christmas rom coms. So. Um, uh. Do you want to go to Xmas? Why don't we talk about Xmas? Xmas. Sure. Let's go watch um, the trailer for Xmas, mm. which is not an X Men film. Al, I love you so much. <laughs> We're getting married. <laughs> so, are you and Graham talking anymore? No. His family, on the other hand, I miss them. Hiya, sweetie. We're so excited that you're coming for Christmas. I can't come home this year. I'm sorry. I have a deadline. You know what? I think this is about Allie because she ripped out my heart, stomped on it. Okay. Surprise! (gasps) Graham, what are you doing here? I found all of these in the back closet. What are you doing here? I thought you said he was working. Is that Allie? Shut up. You're kind of freaking out. You invited my ex fiance to Christmas. You know, I really should go. You're not going anywhere. I have to get mom and dad to dump Allie. Otherwise, I'm going to be sharing my family forever. Huh. Oh, my God. My family will work up the courage to ask you to leave before Christmas morning. You want to bed? You're gone. Or you're gone. Bam, how do we feel about a game night tonight? <laughs> oh, you were fooled. <laughs> I'm done with game night. I had a feeling your competitive spirit might get you into a little bit of trouble. <laughs> Gotta be. No, 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 no! Where's the plunger? Does it have to be crazy this entire holiday? Surrender anytime you want. Never. So, either one of you dating? Yeah. Everyone. Everyone. Yeah. 
Okay, who watched this one? Jill. Jill and I both watched it. Oh. Yeah. And we I think we both watched it with hope. Um I hope? know that yeah, I, <laughs> I did because I honestly think that Robbie Amell is a really decent actor and delivers good quality content. Agreed. I love him in upload. Of the two Amels, I think he's probably the more successful Amel. Of the two Amels, he's the least timing. of an asshole. Uh, yeah, <laughs> from Cooney's behind-the-scenes perspective. And the guys were actually saying that during the trailer, they're like, oh, that looks like something that could be fun. Let me tell you, <laughs> this movie had the potential to be very good. Unfortunately. I thought started kind of strong. Unfortunately, hmm. the directing and the editing were garbage. Oh, really? Oh. Yes. Oh. I so, mean, so there's it, not a lot you can do with the plot. It's your classic enemies to lovers trope. You know how it's going to end. That's why yeah. you start watching it. This is the kind of like, you know, Christmas rom-com that you watch when you've holidayed yourself out and you need something else. Um and I really like, I dug Robbie Amell, like his character in the beginning, you know, he's like, there was like a very kind of like natural relatableness to the way he was playing it. So I did kind mm-hmm. of have a, a lot of hope for it. And then just, just, <laughs> it just, it, 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 it just wasn't sharp enough. No, and the story story kept tripping over itself as well because they were delivering, like, great lines and great scenes and then it would go on too long. And you're like, no, this has run its course, the gag is over, don't keep going. And there were even points where, like, Robbie Mel's character, who was supposed to be working up until Christmas for his slave driver boss, uh, decided to come home and he's like, I brought my work with me. It's fine. I'll do it before Christmas. Not once <laughs> did you see him open the laptop. He was continually participating in group activities and doing anything but working. And then occasionally he'd take a phone call from the boss saying, hey, where's the work? He's like, oh, yeah, I'm totally going to get it done. I'm like, what happened to this part of the storyline? This is supposed to be the contention in the in the, in the story. Because- and why the whole reason why his ex is his ex is because he was prioritizing work. But Julie, you don't understand that was a plot (laughs) device that they needed to make the story start and then it wasn't convenient for them to continue it. (laughs) (laughs) And I don't know why I also have like, and it's terrible to say, I have a little bit of an issue with how 
weirdly mousy they look made Leighton needs to look when she's like super gorgeous. I just I mm. get didn't quite super understand that choice from a design perspective. Yeah. They're like, these are two people that live in LA and they've gone like really girl next door for her. Super girl next door. Which like mm. she can do what she wants. Um but yeah. like her fringe wasn't even good fringe. Oh, see, now Strange I'm because, like, like, oh yeah, her. But like <laughs> him and like they go back to the his family's place and they live in like the Midwest, so they're all very like homey people, and she fit in so easily there. And I'm like, you're supposed to be a cool girl from LA, and I'm yeah. Couldn't you gonna say that wasn't the reason I didn't like the film? It just it, it could have been much sharper, much smarter than it was given the cast that it had to work with, given yep. the content that it had to work with. Like if you're going to do a rom com trope and you want it to be successful and stand out, you kind of have to it has to be tight. Yeah. And it wasn't particularly tight. So yeah. I wouldn't say like don't watch this. It's bad in every way. Like if no. you like, if you've like really run out of of your holiday rom coms and you need another one, uh, it was it's decent. Possible. It's just very average. I mean, yeah. with this one, is, yeah. this, is this something to get in the way? Like once the argument, or not argument, once the discussion with the family member starts to get a bit tense, you can just chuck this on and hopefully people will ignore it. Or is it you know, kind of? Yeah, it's like a background yeah. film, <laughs> which yeah. like sure. I just I which thought was, it was more yeah. than that. Exactly, Shame. it's sad because. They got. They had a great cast, and uh, the story was, you know, like yeah, it's tropey, but it's classic for a reason. Mm. Um, but yeah, just the execution was not great. As I say, the looking at the trailer, I was like, the the first half of the trailer, I was like, there is there is a a, a funny enough idea in here. Mm. Yeah, and, and I, I was like, see, oh, Robert E. Mel, I love that guy. Yeah, I, I could see how that could really work. And then I watched the rest of the trailer. I'm like, you're showing me the whole fucking film. Stop, stop. I don't want, <laughs> nah, I don't want to see everything. Um, but yeah, uh, it's, I think it's a telling thing because you can edit a trailer real fast and, and, and snappy. But mm. if your film isn't that, um, mm. and as you, if you, as you say, if it's running long and if, if scenes are letting drag, nah, nothing you can do about it yeah. other than re edit it. Yeah, so mm. Xmas worth getting into. I mean, if you run out of stuff to watch, sure. Yeah, if, you, if you're super bored and you like looking at Robbie or Leighton, because <laughs> yeah, both quite they're pretty. both pretty hot. Sure, I understand. And they that. both do good jobs with what they're given. I just don't think that they were given enough. Yeah, yeah. right. Cool. Where where okay. can you watch it? Is it Amazon again? That's an Amazon one. Yeah. And it's like seems to be the home of like B grade rom coms. I yeah, absolutely. In fact, I went on there at one point recently and saw that they had like this a whole promoted section that was like you could have just called it people wearing red and green sweaters. Yes. You know, that was everything in there. And uh, and I was the only thing that I thought would have been better would have been an entire Hallmark channel of that. Um but that's what it felt like. So maybe uh, maybe they're yeah. really leaning in hard on that trope mm. thing. Fair enough. Um, next one. Which one are we doing? I, Peter? I don't if, know. Jump, jump, jump to Jill. Okay. No? Yeah? Jill? What are you yeah. doing? Yes. Yes. Which, which one? Which one is it? 
I've got two. Oh, is it fam- uh, the family I've two, switch? I've got two left. Yeah, okay, family switch. And then there is Christmas, the which is Australian. And I have seen that one. It's family yeah. switch. Go to family switch. I worry that we're all kind of disconnected. Did you ask me something? Hmm? What? It's fine. Okay, good night. Do you think it's good for you to live like this? What's up? You're really not supposed to use your hands. Why is family heating downstairs? Let's go. Can you help me with this problem? I'm kidding. You can't help me. No, I can't. We are going to make a happy memory as a family. I wish you could be me. I would love for you to be me for one day. I would love for you to know what it's like to be me. I would kill to eat a dozen donuts and just have it burn right off. Would you take a picture of my family, please? Everybody say Merry Christmas. You're in my bed. Why am I in your bed, Mom? What is happening? That's me. Cece? Mom? Wyatt? Dad. This is a situation that has never happened before. I'm 17 again. I'm 13 going on 30. It's so freaky. What's wrong with Pickles? What's going on with Miles? Pickles is Miles. What's my age again? We just need to get through today and figure out how this happened. Your dad happens to be the toast, and high school's kind of my jam. You stole my first kiss? No, I pulled away. You rejected dad. Ariana? Dad! I can't believe I thought we could pull this off. Be a boss. Be a boss. Be a boss. Be a boss. What's my age again? Sounds like you need to fix what is broken. We've got this. We're walkers, and walkers never quit. Cramps! Ow! I think I tore a quaddy. More than anything, I just want you to be okay. We have 24 hours. If we don't figure this out, we're gonna be stuck like this forever. This is the most exciting thing I've done in years. Whatever happens, we'll get through it together. This is just a dream, and we have to wake up. Slap it. I think the dog and the baby are spending too much time together. Take it away, Jill. <laughs> oh, Jill okay, <laughs> so I love Jennifer Garner. I am in love with Jennifer Garner. She is my favorite. I thought she could do no wrong, but <laughs> <laughs> but unfortunately, the family switch is just not the. Uh, sequel to 30 going on 13 going on 30 that I wanted uh or deserved um now, hang on Karina says suddenly 40 was that the one that she is it, oh okay well, no, 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 suddenly yeah no 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 it was uh 13 going on 30 was the Jennifer Garner movie in which uh she was a child in the 80s that woke up in the body of a 30 year old woman Big. um and then they also reference uh, Seventeen again, which was the Zac Efron one, and I'm pretty uh, sure they referenced uh, Freaky Friday. It's it's a classic tell me body somebody swap. Mentioned Big. There has to. Oh fuck! We I do. don't remember. Um, I watched it a good couple of weeks ago now. Oh okay, right. For so those, for everyone who might be confused, it was released as Suddenly Thirty originally in Australia. Oh okay, ah, yeah. but it's probably okay, known right. as Thirteen Going on Thirty now. Yes. Right. 
Okay. So it's your classic uh, body swap movie, except this time it is the entire family has switched. So for invented reasons of they just don't understand each other anymore, this family decides that for Christmas they need to go and have a nice family photo at the uh, observatory to go and see this once-in-a-lifetime alignment of the planets. Uh, and so they're all trying to get up there to have a look through a telescope and uh, gypsies, we're not allowed to use that word anymore. So yeah. the uh, the vagrant ethnic woman played by Rita Marino, which I'm like, you are a, a, a classic Broadway star. Like, how have you dipped to the bottom of this barrel? Um, places a curse on them when she takes oh, their wow. photo. And uh, it's like, oh, you will all, like, learn to understand each other. And so the telescope breaks and they all switch bodies. So <sighs> the parents of the children and the children of the parents and the baby and the dog swapped. I don't know why they took their dog to go to look at this planet alignment. That was a weird plot point, but they had to get the joke of the baby and the dog swapping bodies. Cool. <laughs> yes, <laughs> Question, Jill. This yes. is this is. A, I have a, my own little but why. So you're telling me there's a once in a lifetime alignment of the planets that they've gone to the observatory to look at, and there's a main telescope yes. that adds the observatory. Yes. Where yes. are all of the people who would be there to watch the same thing? And like the technicians who would. Definitely... Everybody's taking turns to look through the telescope, and then so this family comes up to take their turn, and they're all fighting. And then they break the telescope, and then the curse is placed on and, them. And and then the the old uh, Romany woman, um, <laughs> for no particularly good reason, happens to be looking through the telescope as well. No, or... no, no. She took their photo, and then for some reason the flash shocked them. They broke the telescope, but for some reason the telescope and looking at the planets is what also placed the curse on them. And so therefore to unbreak the curse, they need to fix the telescope before the planets move out of alignment. I'm sure I have this seen is multiple science fiction such adventure movies with that plot. A far-fetched, <laughs> this is such a far-fetched plot on how the body swap works. It's just ridiculous. I, I prefer, just I prefer go with the... fucking, it's, it's magic. Keep you it don't simple. need all I know. Keep just it simple yeah. when the body swap is yeah. that ridiculous to pick, begin with. Pick one thing and the, just yeah. do that. I want the, I want the simpler me... times of God impregnated me and then I gave birth to the son of man. <laughs> Three oh, old dudes. Dear. The end. But yeah. look, uh, Ed Helm, he's such a great comedic actor. He really did a lot of heavy lifting in this movie. I think he's great. Um, Jennifer, she she is still brilliant. It's just they had such a complicated story to work with, like the body swap premise was overly complicated there were too many factors involved with getting that done um and then like also bringing the dog to the observatory this is weird shit the dog and the baby was like a running gag throughout the whole thing because they were being babysat by the next door neighbor who was a dog trainer wait and does so the baby switch with the dog yes that makes a lot more sense now yeah so that was like a whole running gag throughout the thing um, there was a cute moment where, like, the dad who was a music teacher at the high school, he has a, a band with the other dads slash teachers at the school, and the bandmates are actually played by Weezer. <laughs> so, and there's a moment where they're having, like, the Christmas party, the school Christmas party at the end. And so, uh, yeah, Weezer plays uh, for this. 
school music Christmas yep, thingy. Yep. yep, yep. But they all kind of sort out their differences. Not that they had differences. It was more just a lack of communication and understanding on everybody's behalf. Um, what it tends to be. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. they sorted their shit out. They went to go and fix the telescope, uh, didn't quite do it, but then realised, oh, we all... We can communicate now, and so therefore the curse is lifted. Oh, shit. Jill, spoilers. <laughs> Jill but didn't even still... put up the spoiler section warning. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but Jill, is, I mean, what, what's your recommendation slash warning on this one? Yeah. I did enjoy it. It had its funny moments, but it just wasn't the best. Um, okay. I also have a question. So mm. early, early on, you you said uh, that you're a big Jennifer Garner fan and and yes. you love her and she can do no wrong. Yes. Uh, can you please explain to me Electra then? Twenty. Come on. In order <laughs> the to explain bad Greek accent, the <laughs> green contact lenses. The, the, the <laughs> she had ninjas everything. That just she had everything going on. In order to explain, uh, and, and also the riffing on Ninja Scroll multiple times in a live action film. In order to explain yeah. Jennifer Garner and Electra, you have to all first explain Jennifer Garner and Ben Affleck. Well. <laughs> yes. Explain that one first. That's much much easier. Uh, okay. but look, it's a whole discussion in itself. If the Very rumors much. are true and she is in Deadpool three, I'm going to be so excited. Holy shit! Oh man, like he is very cool. Like yeah. I just fucking hope Dolph Lundgren comes back as a Punisher. Like that would just be fucking <laughs> shit. I love all that shit. I need a Spider Man that throws the big ropes out, turning yeah. all that kind of shit too. Uh, but but I mean, about? yeah, give yeah. the family switch a watch. It was it was lighthearted enough. It was quite fun. Uh, it had yeah. its moments, but uh, yeah, there were bits where you cringe, this, and that's this, just the price you're so going to have sounds, to pay for. It this sounds one. like we're getting better as we get down the list. Of the <laughs> yeah, it's like we're, we're slowly <laughs> improving. Of I mean, all I, the ones that I have watched, besides the Bethlehem one, is definitely the best. <laughs> I have to say, I, I also attempted to watch a family Christmas new release film um, in my search for something that was worth talking about it tonight. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was called Best Christmas Ever on Netflix okay. and I okay. made it 20 minutes in before oh, I no. noped out due to cheese uh, and just n- no. Oh. <laughs> no. Brandy, but no. Peter says um, no. So that's a, that's a free one. That's not okay. one that I'm talking about in detail, but that that's just a, a free one and like you know maybe a, a little bit of a warning about boomer creators trying to send fairly pointed messages to a millennial audience using Gen X actors. Um, no, oh god, that sounds like a, a combination of terrible. Yeah. <laughs> but it just has no grounding in 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 modern cinematic style or the realities of the modern world uh and it's it's tough to get through it is it is cheesy uh it is it is you know cool actors working with very cheesy material um you'd have to like you only go there if you're really kind of starting to scrape the bottom of that like christmas movie barrel and you need something to put on because it was the first 20 minutes at the very least no, not for me. Um, so then I I I caved 
and I watched a um, movie that is not sort of Christmas cheer, uh, but has been getting pretty good um, things said about it. And it is an Australian film, and it's the only Australian Christmas film that I have watched so far this year, although there are several um, new Australian Christmas films uh, on the streaming platforms to check out. Um, there were? That, uh, yeah, there are a few. Stan's got at least one, if not two. Um, Stan usually does it. Christmas there was film, a really yeah. good one, wasn't there? I'm hmm. trying to remember. There was a, there was a really nice one um, that we I think we were reviewed a couple of years ago, and I was like, oh yeah, a really nice Australian Christmas film. And now I've got to go back and look at what the hell it was. Anyway, as you were, sorry. <laughs> Chris Ness, roll the trailer down. Sure. He's an alcoholic and he's just out of rehab. Don't let him leave. Do you want to ruin Christmas? I wondered, Chris, if you've uh, thought about what you will do now. You saw the light. Not so long ago, I had a uh, US agent, publicist, manager, and now I've got nothing. Nice and close into Santa. Ready? One, two, three. How are you feeling about going back out into the world? I don't know. Probably about as happy as the world is to have me back. Okay. That's for breaking Janice. Janice Joplin, my favourite pop plant. I recognise you from the telly. Saw my daughter today. It's the first time I've seen her in 20 years. Go see her, Chris. Today. Don't waste another Christmas. My daughter's coming for Christmas. We're not serving KFC. She hates me enough as it is. I'm from the house a few doors down and now I'm... One, two, three. Not special. There are a ton of messed up people and they come out of the woodwork at Christmas. Joy, please come on! Flying pilots just like you flying in and out of people's lives and you're just too self-absorbed to even notice the damage you cause. Oh, come on, Santa, have you had anything to drink tonight? I believe in you, Chris. Just a season for believing. Your presence is seriously the best present I've had. This is going to be the best character you ever played. Santa! I, do, I like uh, Tari's take on that one. Yeah, Tari's no, take just, looks depressing. That's that's uh, that was ominous because the thunder just happened to roll as that. <laughs> yeah, I, I did look out there and saw a flash of lightning, and I was like, "Oh, okay." Um, I I too watched this one, Peter. Uh, oh, excellent, Christmas, excellent. Uh, yeah, it was- look, it's not something that I would usually gravitate towards, particularly with my current mood. But it was getting such good um, things said about it that I um, thought I would give it to go. And no, it is—it's definitely not the um, colourful, carol-filled, um, uh, tropey Christmas uh, movie that uh, you would gravitate towards at Christmas. Uh, but it is, I think, pretty successful. Mm. Um, in doing the exact opposite of that. It's, um, I had that thing where it's like, it's, uh, I, I saw it and I was like, oh, it's going to be a quaker, quirky Australian comedy. Ha, like, what can we do to make fun of ourselves, but also like sort of go through it. And um, when I watch it, it's got a lot in common in tonight in talking about this with Christmas Eve. Like where you thought Christmas Eve was a great, like, uh, this feels very like high school play. The story uh, of this can kind of like it's it's a pretty thin on the ground but um uh, it's a simple story but it's really well acted um 
sure, it's a bit choppy in places, but uh, I it, it ticks the boxes I like for films, which is it's a simple story. It's not about rich people, and it's honest. <laughs> yeah, like honestly, it really is. It's like it, this could be a story. This is probably something that's going on everywhere, and it's not necessarily happy, and it doesn't necessarily try to make you feel good. It just exists at the time that it is, and I like what I like about it the most. It was brutally honest. Um, mm-hmm. And if you if you if you're trying to watch it to make yourself feel good for Christmas, it's it's probably just go watch your It's a Wonderful Life. But also, it's not <laughs> so depressing that you're going to be like, well, I don't want to do anything anymore. I give up about it. It's just like, oh yeah, like in that honest situation, it probably wouldn't have a happy ending, but it doesn't have a terrible ending. Life mm-hmm. just goes on. Um, hmm. Not in a good way, not Look, in a bad if, way. If you're after like a fun family laugh a minute, Christmas, um, the <laughs> 1998's Crackers would be the way to go. Um, this had a, I mean, there's often a bit of a bar for entry with me with with Australian films in that I, I find it difficult sometimes when there seems to be like the like really kind of feeling that it's trying to be more Australian than Australian. Um, a, a lot of the time in, you know, in, in the writing and the performances, when there are phrases being used that nobody really uses, to be honest, mm. and when there are people kind of trying to push into kind of more Bogan accents than, um, than they kind of have, that there, there's actually a real kind of barrier for entry on me to kind of settle into a film like that. And I did experience that a little bit with this one. Um, but I think it is kind of worth settling into it and, and you know, letting yourself, um, you know, get around that and kind of get to know these characters because, like Dan said, it's, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a good, you know, real, you know, small story that mm-hmm. has a, you know, packs a bit of an emotional punch um, and doesn't, you know, try to do anything too big because it just does something that is kind of a little bit brutally but not yeah. too brutally real. And that's the other thing that I, I often don't like with the Australian films, like we tend to when we kind of escalate, we tend to want to escalate it to like the most horrific, yeah. you know, possible thing to like, you know, pack some kind of like huge you know, trying to, you know, pack some kind of huge impact with the audience by being like, and now this is going to get like so off the wall horrible that everyone's going to be talking about how awful this film is. And it is not that either. It is, mm. you know, it, there is humanity in it. Yeah. And that is that is what it's worth. It's worth the, the you know, the humanity that, that it shows and doesn't try to do anything more than that. And for that, like, I think that it is, Kind of a nice film. Huh. Just, yeah. just I wasn't going to give it a go, but, like, yeah. um, it sounds like it would be worth a watch. And yeah, uh, find it. Yeah, where is it? Bean? <laughs> I want to say binge. Yeah, I want to say give it, Murdoch some money. I think it is. Uh, yeah. It may still be in some cinemas. Yeah. Okay. okay. But it's um. And like, they shot it in Sea Town. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't well, need to watch it so you can like spot all the places I used to hang out. It's fucking Sea Town. The the only thing that Christmas I thought was not humanity. completely uh, unbelievable about it. Oh, was... hang on, Dion. We can't hear you, buddy. Your oh. your microphone's playing up and being weird. Oh, uh, is it? Oh, oh now it's there back. We are. Now you're back. Okay, cool. Must have been the lightning storm. Um, 
uh, it was look. It's a lovely. It's a lovely little thing. The only thing I thought was completely unbelievable about it was is that there was a a scene where on Christmas Eve they go out to like a pub which has an open mic night on Christmas Eve and everyone happens to be there. And I'm like, <laughs> that's absolute horseshit. No one is in a pub on Christmas Eve. Not even in Sea Town. Oh, you, <laughs> no, some some people no. oh. for, for reasons uh, be with the their pokies. family could be in the pub. They'd be at the pokies. Uh, I have I have been in the pub on Christmas Eve quite a few nights um, and gone quite the party. Um, yeah, there are like not late. Um, considering that I'm getting some oh, the like people are telling us oh shit the weather's going crazy. Um, that's all we've got time for for the. <laughs> Uh, the films that we've done. Hopefully, we've given you some oh, things to avoid. I have one avoid. more that I wanted to tell you about. Oh, you do, don't you, Quinny? You have to tell me because I didn't actually watch it. So the, the stage okay. is yours. This is Quinny. one that Dion would desperately love um, and hadn't even heard my, of. It flew off my radar. Um, I, I wasn't able to get uh, a trailer to him, but um, uh, basically because it was very difficult to get. Uh, it's a film called uh, A Disturbance in the Force. And. Ooh as you would expect, it is about Star Wars. And in keeping with the theme of tonight, it is in fact about, and it's a documentary, about the Star Wars holiday special. <laughs> Which is November 7, for fuck's sake. November 17th, thank Seems. you very much. Did I say 17th? Day. I thought I said 17th. No, 7th. Anyway, um, and they make that very, very clear. It's an entire documentary with interviews with numerous different people who are responsible for it, um, talking about how it came to be, what the fuck went wrong, why it continues to live in our uh, mind the way that it does, um, and just how much of a weird cultural icon this thing has become. Because it is, it's almost like a point of being geek cred culture. Like during that period of time where the internet wasn't as powerful as it is now, if you could get a video of the Star Wars holiday special, that was a special thing. Um, and I remember watching it with all of us, uh, you know, were you there that night, Dion? Probably. I don't I've know, seen it many a bunch times. of us all sitting around and watching it and going, holy shit, we've, we've got the holy grail of, of things to watch. And it's two hours of the most awful variety show crap you've ever heard and seen. Damn, two hours. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah it's it's, it just goes on for fucking ever. <laughs> and it's got shitty dance numbers. It's got a musical number by Jefferson Starship. It's, yes. Yep. It's, wow. It's got a 10-minute long animation in the middle of it, which is the only good thing in it. And the first 12 minutes of it, not a single word is spoken. It's all Wookiee. <laughs> yep. Look, funny fact, they are, like it's so popular that they've even released a, a figure of Chewbacca in the Life Day gown that you mm -hmm. can get now, and that's just some deep-cut shit that's going on. <laughs> yep. Although it's, it did establish the, the something that it has carried through is that there is a kitchen cooking show uh, character in it who's got two fake arms and it's just in there. And that is where it gets the idea that that people who work in kitchens in Star Wars all have four arms. So it's either a forearm alien or a forearm droid. That's where that comes from is because okay. if you work in that, you have four limbs. It's so, it's so weird. Also, first appearance <laughs> it, of Boba Fett. Yeah. It's, yeah, in cartoon yeah, form. Yeah, 
in cartoon form. Before, be, like this, this came out in the years before yep. Empire Strikes Back. Yep. So it was uh-huh. the only. So Star Wars had come out. Yes. Yeah. And this was the only thing Star Wars fourth in the middle Tec- of those three years. Technically okay. speaking, Empire Strikes Back is a Star Wars. It's a, it's a Christmas film. Because the very first live action appearance of Boba Fett was at the Marin County Christmas Parade oh, in between before 1980 and 1979, they put the costume on one of the staff who walked down the main street of it and it was on the news and there was a Christmas tree in the background. Which yeah, brings... but that's not the movie. That's not in the movie, so no, it can't be no. a Christmas movie. Which brings no. me... Nice full circle <laughs> all the way around to uh, explaining that bit at the start where it was like, how do we denote what is a Christmas movie? What's the boundary? Like, I think, Peter, you were asking, what's the boundary? What are we doing? And then it all came down and I said, if it's got a Christmas tree on screen, it's a Christmas movie. Yeah. So uh, I have put together a little curated list Okay. of movies that under that banner are Christmas movies. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm very excited. Uh, yeah, it's, it's going to come out. You won't be able to see it on the, the this video call, but people will be able to see it. So I'll, I'll talk you through them as we go. All right. Ready to start this? <laughs> I don't have any music. I'm not going to put that music up again, but we'll go through it and I'll, I'll do it here. Here we go. Did it work? Yes. Okay. Slideshow first. Okay. So first one is uh, You've Got Mail. Definitely a Christmas movie because Meg Ryan is standing next to a Christmas tree. So... You've Got Mail is a Christmas movie. Uh, the next one is In Bruges. In Bruges, the waitress, she stands next to a Christmas tree. It's a Christmas movie. Uh, of course. Um, that was the one that you brought up, wasn't it, Peter? Yeah. yeah. That, yes. Yes, they've been suggested. There when is I was one, really scraping the bottom of the battle, I was like, I'm just going to talk about In Bruges. There is one There is one that I've missed, and Jill will call me out on that before, like, later on because I didn't get to that yes. one. Uh, the one you've got on your screen right now is uh, American Psycho. Definitely a Christmas movie. Uh, there is a scene there with Patrick. According Bateman. to Disney Plus, it is in the Christmas films. So <laughs> definitely there. Uh, here's one that you may not actually know. Do you know what's a Christmas movie? Babe, Babe is a Christmas movie because here's oh. here's one of the uh, the the son of the farmer standing in the farmhouse next to a Christmas tree. Definitely a Christmas movie. <laughs> So that's the only thing yep. that we're working on here. Do you want to know what? Yep. Do you want to know what else is yeah. a Christmas movie? Rocky Four, because the kids are watching Rocky on the TV, and there is a Christmas tree in the background of that shot. Rocky Four is a Christmas movie. Creed uh, Two, Christmas movie. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, yeah. two Wait. or three? Three. Three. Okay. Creed Three. Still yeah. Here's yeah. another one. This is a Sylvester Stallone continuation adjacent to that one. Uh, you might remember him from the action movies of the '80s, Cobra. Cobra, the movie with uh, Sylvester Stallone in it, uh, definitely a Christmas movie because there's a Christmas tree in the movie. <laughs> uh, next one, we've got LA Confidential. It's oh. set at Christmas oh, time. Yeah. Definitely a Christmas movie. Uh, yeah, and, I, I, I believe that. Uh, next one, also um, Eyes Wide Shut. Definitely a scene. Oh, God. <laughs> definitely a scene in there with Tom Cruise standing next to a Christmas tree. It's a Christmas movie, although good looking. And, and then later on, they find a whole bunch of people wearing Life Day robes and then they take the robes off and then they bang. Yes, um, the, the next one. Here's one that you may not actually do. It's only a very, very quick scene. You might not recognise it. Uh, the Born Identity. 
Christmas movie. <laughs> At the end, when he goes into the farmhouse and finds that shotgun, there's a tiny Christmas tree on the back of the shelf. Born Identity, definitely a Christmas yep. movie. Uh, here's one. There's another one that's good. Brazil. Brazil yeah. is oh, a Christmas wow. movie. There is a giant Christmas tree in the middle and everyone's dancing around. So if you like your uh, like, uh, kind of weird stuff like that, oh, here, here's and this is the ones we're getting into the territory of uh, a little bit more familiar now, Batman Returns. Batman yeah. Returns, yes. definitely a Christmas movie. And uh, last but not least, Prometheus. Prometheus. Yes, I'm so glad you got that. <laughs> Prometheus is a Christmas movie, but I've forgotten one. I missed one. Uh, Jill, can you please tell me what one did I miss? Oh, you've missed another one as well. Oh, Iron God, Man 3, Jill. you missed. Uh, that was look, a Christmas oh, movie. I mean, yes, yes. Uh, there was plenty on there by, uh, what's his name, Shane Black. Shane Black. I left them all off. Too easy. Too easy. Okay, okay. Uh, yeah, I was on my Godzilla shit on the weekend, and <laughs> 1998 Godzilla is a Christmas movie. Technically correct. Good so old go. Goji was walking down the street and there's a Christmas tree. Exactly. Uh, is- <laughs> Before he left all of his goji berries down underneath. <laughs> So if you if you're feeling if you're feeling <laughs> nice like, one, Quinny. <laughs> if you're feeling like any of the movies we talked about weren't good enough, I've given you some other ones you could throw on there and go. No, technically, Eyes- <laughs> we're all watching Eyes Wide Shut. It's a Christmas story. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I, I look forward to wheeling that out on Christmas Day and seeing <laughs> what everybody says. <laughs> oh, dear. Um, yeah. Uh, although I do have one last clip, uh, I think. it just uh, I should just play that one. Uh, I've got a last little movie that we always have to acknowledge, uh, end of year. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> oh, I hope it plays. Congratulations! God damn it! Best <laughs> cup of coffee. Great job, everybody. It's great to be here. Oh, you have. Come over here, boss. There it is. Oh, oh dear. Got Did Karina forget it. about the elf clip? Yeah, got, yeah, you can't forget about the elf clip. I think we got a few people. Congratulations! We did it. We got through to the end. Oh, <laughs> Congratulations! Yes. Oh, sorry about the stuttering. We can't all that. go to Christmas without it. <laughs> oh, thanks everyone for sticking around with us for this and uh, and for the whole year. What a year it's been! Yeah, yes. Good luck oh, at Christmas yeah. time. Safe travels. Hope everyone has a very festive season and stays safe during your break and your travels yep. and has a really happy new year. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Merry Christmas, um, Happy New Year. Um, good journeys, safe travels, easy family get-togethers, or <laughs> you know, happy time. Hope you get everything you want for Christmas. No bushfires, mm-hmm. lack of floods, all that kind of stuff. We're just hoping for a good one that's out there. Nice weather yeah. on Christmas Day, and we'll see you in twenty twenty-four on the 9th of January. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, and and just stay safe. Look after yourselves. Yeah, be well. I want to see everyone in twenty twenty-four. Yes. Yeah, very, very much so. Um, do, have we got any uh, New Year's resolutions, or do we not believe in those? Uh, if you fucking I haven't do made not... one for a while, but... I haven't made New Year's resolutions since um, New Year's 2020 when I decided to go oh. back to dance classes and, you know, maybe do some more singing in choirs or something. Um things that very quickly we were definitely not allowed to do in 2020. Yeah. So now I've given up. <laughs> Thanks, Peter. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, not going to jinx it again. Um, yeah. Not saying yeah. any of that. Just... I wanted to do pottery throwing all year and I never got a chance. So maybe I'll make that my 2024 thing. 
My, like my thing is idea. to get through the year because I'm doing some work <laughs> over New Year's. So hooray. Mm. Don't mm. come into the city. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just, <laughs> stay, home. stay home. Just watch it on TV. It's going to be fine. Just, uh, just watch it on TV. Don't come into the city. Anyway. Uh, yes, thanks very much. Hope you get all the presents. Hope you get to eat some nice food. Hope you get to yeah. see some people you like. Hope you get to watch yeah. some, have some nice downtime. And um, I, I, I will also say, if you've got the time, I, I went and watched Wonka the other day and I thoroughly enjoyed it. Oh, oh really? I know, right? Okay. Not what I was expecting. Do you know that I found out on the weekend that my mother has not watched any Willy Wonka movies, not wow. even the original, How not even the one that gave us all nightmares. My sixty-five-year-old mother has not seen the Gene Wilder Willy Wonka. Yeah. Like so, it's on TV every fucking week somewhere. Is it, <laughs> is it so? Is it good enough to? Should we get around if we go to see it? Start a chant going. Timmy's a Wonka. <laughs> Timmy's <laughs> a Wonka. <laughs> 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 I fucking love that. Um, yeah, yeah, I, 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 I found myself charmed by it in much the same way as the Paddington films charmed me. Oh, okay. shut up. So, yeah, like, oh, um, I wanna, you know what? I want to say, like, I wa- yeah, like, I mean, it's so hard when you sort of watch it and go, this looks like shit, and it's, like, kind of good, and you're like, damn it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know, you really do have that thing where you're like, oh, it's not going to be the thing. And then you're like, oh, well, that's kind of funny. It's a nice yeah. song. Yeah. Oh, it's a funny bit and a nice song. Motherfucker. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and thanks, Casper. Don't remind us about Aquaman 2. Oh, oh get ready uh, for some more drunk cinema next year. I've I got to watch like Aquaman 2. that should be too. our first show back into January. Is sure, Aquaman you're calling it now? Two. I can 100% do that. Like, to, we're starting I'm, I'm off in for that. Are we January. all just going to go get drunk and watch Aquaman 2? What if I, I feel watch? Like we should do that together. What if I watch Aquaman twice? <laughs> <laughs> Does that let me out of it? Two Aquamans yeah. do not make an Aquaman too. <laughs> um, too drunk, too fishy. Um. Yeah. Well, it is drunk cinema, DC cinema. Uh, <laughs> drunk cinema too. Yeah. Okay. Maybe we'll try. That. Well, look. You know. Hey. Technically speaking, we haven't actually recorded a podcast all together in the same room. For a while, been a while. We could, yeah. we, we could do that. I reckon we could get around and do drunk cinema Aquaman too. Yeah. yeah, and Casper, yes, you really should go and watch the first drunk cinema. Um, yeah, it's, uh, it's on the Oubliette right now. Yes, oh, you could. Oh, yeah. we might have yeah. to make it available at some point before we're, we do drunk cinema too. We're working like, on it. Yeah, I can, we can just reactivate that in the thing with yeah, in switching around because uh, yeah, it's it's a live. Watch as you watch. Yep. Pod, listen as you watch podcasts. Yeah, yeah. So you, press, yeah, it's in time with the movie. Yeah. Press play yep. now. This is yeah. The live react. Yeah. Live react. <laughs> just listen to us. And listen to it's Jill getting drunker yes. and drunker and drunker as we yeah. go. And Beck. Yeah. Yeah. But and Beck, ma- that's right, but yes. ma- yeah, yeah. 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 But mainly Jill. Good time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we made Beck uh, drunk watch Justice League. Oh yeah. shit! She she yeah. joined in for Aquaman as well, but it was mainly Jill. <laughs> <laughs> <All right>. <sighs> <sighs> we wanted to make Pete drunk watch Suicide Squad, but she doesn't drink. <laughs> <laughs> That's her excuse, and she's sticking to it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I I can I can come to the 
drunk watch of Aquaman 2 and just never watch Aquaman 1, which should put me about on equal footing of oh, being yeah. confused. I'm fucking, I'm down for this because you know what? I can hand off all of the tech to you, Pete, and just be like, you do it. I'm getting drunk. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah. I feel like this is a thing that needs to happen. So, if you happen to be in Sydney and you, you will tell you the cinema that we're going into do, to do our recording. Um, that's open I'm yourself kidding. up. <laughs> 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 I was about to say, that's, that's a, I don't know about that one. We haven't got to find a licensed cinema. Yeah, <laughs> yeah absolutely. Yeah. Mainly, a very short stay. Mainly because like, the staff were like, sir, what are you doing, sir? It's like, shut up. <laughs> recording our live podcast, shut up. Shut up, we're already <laughs> drunk. We've been to the pub already. <laughs> Where where can I plug in? I need power. <laughs> oh, that would be so unpopular. Yeah. Oh, dear. Okay. Um, yes, Casper, if, if there will be an invite, very definitely. Um, I would love to do that. I would love yeah. to do a, a live. Well, you've got the whole Christmas. You've got the whole Christmas period to plan that one, Gwynny. If you want to make it happen, no problem. Give everyone. Oh Karina suggests day drinking. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> 10 a.m. session. Let's go. <laughs> 10 a.m. session at Palace Central. Yeah, that'd be pretty much fucking empty enough. So, yeah, let's do it. Bucks fizz, caviar nibbly. Let's get out of this hellhole. <laughs> <laughs> That's a deep cut. Red Dwarf one. Right. Okay, everybody, we love you. We do indeed. Thank you for a wonderful year. You have kept some of us sane and some of us, you know, as whatever else we are. <laughs> All right. We're Shall we go on raid? Sure, if um, you want to go raid, why not? We'll, we'll do that. Yeah. We'll just say goodbye and we'll head off and you can do the raidy thing, Queenie. Uh, let's go on raid back pocket. We'll go and see what Steph and say goodbye to those back guys. pocket are doing. Thank you so much one. for joining us, everybody. It's been a lovely year. You're lovely people. Take care, see? Yeah, bye. For listening to the Periodic Table of Awesome podcast. If you have questions, please email info at theperiodictableofawesome.com. Find us on our website, www.theperiodictableofawesome.com, where there's links to our iTunes, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, and Twitch. Until next time, stay awesome.